Welcome to Chapter 2 of Health System CIO's interview with Aaron Meary, CIO at Dell Medical School and UT Health Austin. In this segment, Meary talks about the tremendous challenge and opportunity that comes with creating an IT roadmap from scratch, how a solid governance strategy can help unite an organization and create common goals, and the simple question that can be a game changer when it comes to prioritization. The following Health System CIO podcast is brought to you by LK, a nationwide leader in healthcare connectivity. Decommission your legacy systems with LK Archive. All systems, all data, one consolidated solution. Retain 100% of your legacy data at 20% of the cost with LK Archive. For more information, visit lk.com. That's E-L-L-K-A-Y.com. So as you've uh, kind of gotten your, your feet wet with this role, it's been about, about six months or so? or Yeah, about half a year, yep. Okay. What has the adjustment been like, and how have you kind of worked to get to know the people and get to know the organization? So the adjustment has been a couple things. Dell Medical opening up 2015-2016 uh, timeframe, the school opened up in 2016 officially. It was really startup, hiring people, yeah. getting programs launched. So they started the, the school then a year later in 2017, the practices opened up, and the practices grew like gangbusters, and then the research teams came together, and they're starting to research some fantastic projects, major grants awarded. So you had these different missions. People will call them traditionally divisions or groupings, but we call them missions here, these different missions growing, and they needed a CIO to sort of tether it all together and now begin to operationalize, make things efficient, and then grow pragmatically. So my role spans the entire organization end-to-end. -end. I partner with our chairs our leaders, our business leaders, our faculty leaders, our research leaders, our healthcare leaders, understanding their needs, making sure the IT team grows to support each of the missions, and then understanding where we want to go and helping to sort of plot that out and saying, okay, if we do want to build a world-class simulation lab, let's talk about it. Let's partner with the key people out there doing these things. Let's see what we can do with leveraging new technologies like Oculus and others. We have an external board, some of the most well-known names in the world, from Michael Dell to other people, that give us great guidance and expectation. And, and these people are world-renowned, and they expect the best, which matches what we want. So now how do we look at things in a way that is macro level to drive forward innovation and teach. And so I'm just so amazed and impressed with the caliber of individuals that have come to UT. And then I'm not impressed because I should have expected it being here, but I'm surrounded every day with folks that are just wonderfully, or I use a Boston term, they're wicked smart. And <laughs> I am just blown away by what the opportunity is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. And having the types of people on board and involved really probably helps everyone to kind of up their game. That's correct. And I also would say that you have people coming here from different parts of the country, like Dr. Karen DeSalvo, right? Previous mm -hmm. ONC coordinator. You know, she's on our faculty. She teaches here. I could imagine she had her pick of the litter of the entire world to teach at. Right. And she chose the University of Texas because she knows the opportunity that this presents. So you have people here that truly understand healthcare and are helping to blaze the trail when it looks at social determinants of health, value-based care, all these dynamics. It's one of those things yeah. that the world is the oyster at this point. Yeah, and, and especially with, with Karen DeSalvo, she's spoken quite a bit about public health and to have that viewpoint and somebody with so much experience in that area, I'm sure has to be you know, really a, a big plus. 
It is, and I give a lot of credit to Dean Clay Johnston. He came here from UCSF, and I say this teasingly, he came here when this was just a dream, right? This was a hole in the ground. It wasn't built, and he's put together this dream team of people who have just gone about and executed wonderfully. And so when you have good leadership and good vision comes the talent, and so the talent is showing up. And to the degree of it, now as we grow and we continue to expand, I'll tell you, my greatest challenge is where are we going to have enough physical space to put people? Because we're growing so fast that at some point you run out of physical real estate. Um, So that is our next big hurdle to make sure that we keep up and have construction and and those discussions appropriately so we don't have more demand and supply. Right, right. Good problem to have, though. (laughs) It's a great Um, problem to have. I'd rather this than the inverse. Yeah, of course. Okay, so then in terms of your strategic objectives, is this really something that's like a working document or, you know, (laughs) something along those lines? No, I mean, there's very hard objectives, right, with efficiency, operationalize, uh, make sure that we are growing pragmatically, uh, strategic vision of where we want to go, what is the IT roadmap. There hasn't been one in the past, obviously, because it's new, Uh, so putting that together the first time tethering the teams together, as I spoke about. Again, it was very mm-hmm. startup mode. So mm-hmm. how do you bring everybody together and, and get a consensus agreement on what technology stacks are we going to use? What kind of development tools are we going to use? Are we going to embrace microservices? Are we going to embrace uh, leveraging things like Kubernetes? Are we going to embrace things like augmented reality for simulation labs? How do you partner with the other schools on campus to draw a roadmap that brings them into it and feels inclusive? How do you partner with the UT academic side? Because there's students also here that from the student health services side will get referred into our clinics for say psychiatric help or whatnot. How do you deal with all that? One of the challenges I think at American universities that uh, is, is spoken about and I think spoken about even more, and, and I think Dr. Vivek Murthy did a great job of articulating this at the Chime Him session, which is loneliness and all yeah. these social and mental health needs that I'm seeing at an exponential rate when it comes to the student population. The amount of loneliness that college students feel and thus leading to other downstream issues is immense. So how do we get them social work help? How do we interface with them before it becomes something that is truly detrimental to their health in a way that makes sense? So how do I partner now as a CIO with the academic UT student CIO to make sure that we are extending our care beyond just patients and med students, but to all students, undergrad students and whatnot across UT? So to the degree of it, there's so much opportunity and trailblazing that we can do to look at this as a segment of the larger population of that we are all connected and that we are all intertwined. So now how do we use technology in a way that enables that? Because the good news here is I'm not indebted to technology that we've had here for 100 years because, again, it's only a couple years old. Sure. I'm sure that that's a difference maker. Does it sometimes become a challenge when there are so many goals and objectives that you've talked about? And can it be difficult to harness that, maybe not harness it, but to prioritize when there are so many bright ideas and there's so much that, that you want to get done? Can that be uh, difficult at times? It can be, but the good news here is a couple things. One, I lean on our, our leadership team here a lot to help me prioritize and say, hey, I heard A, B, C, and D. I think B and C are important. Call me crazy. And the team here has such a trust that we openly discuss these things and weigh the pros and cons that we're able to help prioritize. So that's locally. On an extension level, and I've said this multiple times, particularly to you and others, is that this is the power of having your network with Chime and your power of your network with HIMSS. I lean on my network of other academic CIOs all the time 
uh, to say, hey, I'm hearing this. What are you hearing at your shop? What's going on there? What challenges do you have? And it's amazing how much symmetry there is between facilities. And when you look at that in aggregate and you start seeing the common themes, you can pretty much help the people requesting things to prioritize effectively by saying, I know you want A, B, and C, but this is what folks across the country are doing. Is this really what you want, or should we rethink about things? And that's the best way to bring it back down to center. And so governance has become a major pillar for me this year of enacting various governance structures from data governance to privacy and security, all the way through institutional governance, and making sure that there's a cadence and understanding and awareness so that folks don't feel isolated and folks feel included as part of the process up front as we grow and, and combine. Right. Right, yeah. It seems like that really just plays a huge role and, and will continue to do so. It is. And it's also having an open door and truly meaning it, right? So yeah. as I implore everybody from our year one students all the way through our most tenured faculty and physician and surgeon, let me know what's going on in your world. Tell me what are boots on the ground from an IT experience. What are you seeing? What are you hearing? What's the business impact of you not having X, Y, and Z tool or widget or order set or whatever be it? And I've been doing a lot of listening and really seeking first to understand. And that has helped to be able to synthesize some of the business challenges that perhaps was being lost in the wash. And so you become this semantic layer as a CIO to tether the front line all the way up to the senior executive suite and say, hey, did you know this is going on? And it's amazing over the past six months how many of those, hey, did you know, conversations I've had with various senior executives and their eyes open up like, no, I had no idea that was going on. And we're able to get that to goal. So that's the other dynamic is I've said this to you, I know numerous times, Katie, in conversations, which is you have to get out of your office and talk to people. You cannot sit yeah. with the door shut. You have to round. You have to round the clinics. You have to talk to students. You have to talk to the researchers. You have to go into the wet lab. You have to wear a bunny suit into the OR. You have to do those things to truly understand and listen and be able to deliver results. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, Visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.